0: You can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness.
1: everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, of e, Mr. Doty Fade. On tonight's podcast, the mullets from down under, get it done in Louisiana. We'll take a look at how that shook up the BLC leaderboard. We'll preview the Valspa Championship from Innesbrook, Florida with a special guest picker. Chat a little bit with J.E. on his casting couch. Little of this, little of that. Hi, Johnny.
2: Hello, Words. How are ya? Oh, just great. great. Fucking wonderful. Wow. Hey, very special shout out today. You know what today is? No. John Daly's 55th birthday.
1: Oh, happy birthday, JD. The goat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't hadn't heard that yet today.
2: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, I guess he's battling cancer right now. Still, so yeah. I would imagine
1: he's probably drunk as hell somewhere, smoking cigs, who knows? Hopefully pulling on the old slot machine lever. Well, you know, he's rocking a pretty righteous Santa beard right now. Well, that, and that is, is kind of the other thing. Um So much was made
2: of old Cam Smith, you know, my boy getting the W and his mullet. Mm-hmm. And I had to think that, yes, it's JD's birthday, but not only is it JD's birthday, but talk about one hell of a mullet when he made his run, you know, at crooked stick. And then at the open championship a few years later, like, I don't know that there's too many other major champions that have, Had a mullet, except for maybe, like, uh, Corey Pavin, but I think he'd shave that sorry ass, like, those curly (laughs) ass.
1: Don't you talk bad about (laughs) Corey Pavin's mullet. That thing was gorgeous. Which was better, Corey
2: Pavin's mullet or mustache? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Corey Pavin can't hit it out of his fucking shadow. I think I hit a four iron farther than Corey Pavin hits a driver.
1: JD's mullet was so intense just because it was so straight and blonde. It was like Hulk Hogan's. So I'll say that... uh, I was listening to something today.
2: That's how I knew that it was JD's birthday. But they were talking about not only was it his his birthday, but um, this year is the 30th anniversary of his win at the PGA at Cricket Stick, which everyone knows the story, the ninth alternate. So they were literally – I heard something that they had the tournament director on, and this was the guy who was in charge of calling the alternates to be like, okay, so-and-so dropped out. You're now number five. Okay, now you're number four. Da-da-da. And so – I guess John Daly was like so fucked up and didn't understand maybe how the alternate system worked that he like thought this dude was like doing favors for him by, <laughs> hey, listen, I think you're going to, you've got one more spot to go. And like JD's like, you know, I can't, I can't thank you enough. You know, it's like, hey, John, I didn't do anything. Like these guys all don't want to fucking play.
1: Yeah. The Golf Channel did kind of a special on that last year, maybe. And uh, it kind of went into like one of the guys was just playing shitty golf. And he's like, I'm not going to go embarrass myself. Mark Lye, me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, I guess kind of the legend goes that JD drove halfway through the night and just kind of barely made his tee time, and the rest is history, as they say. Yeah, because his tee time was at one o'clock. the The guy whose spot he ended up getting was Nick Price,
2: whose right. wife went into labor Wednesday night before, and so JD didn't have to tee off until one o'clock the next day. So not only does he get Nick Price's spot, he also got Nick Price's caddy, Squeaky Medlin, Squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> and so that. And, and the thing is, is a lot of those guys that didn't want to play, that, that declined the, the spot, basically, like you said, somebody was like, their game was so fucking bad, they didn't want to. Um, it was the first time they ever had a major at Crooked Sticks, so none of these guys had played it, really. And so, JD goes in there without a practice round, but he has squeaky Medlin on the bag, and the,
1: as you just said, the rest <laughs> is history. So, happy birthday, John Daly. Happy birthday, JD. What else is up? How you doing? What have we missed since last week? Oh, let's see. Well,
2: <laughs> the casting couch I know has several several things there. So depending on if you want to just hop on over right there.
1: In? I was trying to think if did I see this weekend or this weekend.
2: Or no, I remember I was I was gone forty eight hours.
1: Yeah, that's right, Colorado Springs. How yeah. Was that good?
2: It was good. You know, I didn't tell anybody, but after we got done with our episode last Wednesday, remember I it was nice out, so I went and played like four holes with a couple guys. Couple guys from the league and uh, ended up losing my wallet. So I had to fly with a passport, uh, which was kind of funny, only for my wallet to turn up yesterday. So uh, what was lo- what what once was lost but now is found. So I had a wild 48 hours and here we are. It's Wednesday. It's already almost fucking Thursday, which is even better.
1: Absolutely. We got golf tomorrow. But before that, yeah, let's just uh, cozy up on the casting couch. You've been pretty excited about that this week. <laughs> well, it's only because something
2: very special happened this week and it has to do with your namesake similar to when we had Eddie on when El Pato got arrested yeah Caitlyn jenner yes. is running for fucking governor of california oh hero <laughs> you go girl and and her not only are her, uh, her her sons her sons yeah Sorry, I still That's don't it. know what to say. It's her. Her sons are fucking pissed, and I don't think any of the uh, Kardashians are very happy about it either. So
1: Yeah, and what did her sons say? Like, they're embarrassed by this? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> you're, you're not embarrassed that your triathlete <laughs> Olympic winner dad cut his dick off? Oh, I wasn't even <laughs> saying
1: that. I was more along the lines of, like... Didn't Avril Lavigne dump Brody Jenner's ass for, like, the Nickelback dude? <laughs> no. Some, oh, yeah. That's she, embarrassing. She, <laughs> she was hear, married to Chad Kroger. You didn't hear Kate throw your ass under the bus after
2: that, you loser. Yeah. Not only, like, Brody Jenner, in my opinion, is we, well above Chad Kroger and uh, Derek from Sum 41. <laughs> <laughs> that was her other <laughs> husband.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I would never have gotten his name, but Sum 41. Well, So, nice. funny story uh, that, that does tie into Brody Jenner, by the way.
2: When I was in college, we went to Cabo for spring break when I was 21 years old. When I I turned 21 in Cabo, so I I could drink there anyway, so it was kind of anticlimactic. But we did go to like a trendy ass club, and it was called the Zoo. And no shit, Brody Jenner and his like posse were there. And it was me, Blovy, AKA uh, Dankovy from Dallas Sooners. Uh, and another another buddy of ours but we went with four chicks it might have even been five chicks but there was just like eight of us and so naturally the girls we were with are very very beautiful and we end up hanging out like in brody's like area at the table and two of the girls went back to brody's house after and hung out with him. and i don't know if (laughs) i don't know what else happened but my wife who i am currently married to was on the trip with me and she they're like yeah we're gonna go to brody's house and i was like Maggie, you are not fucking going over there. And so they all went and had fun at Brody's house while I made my wife stay with me and, like, smoke shitty Mexican weed.
1: <laughs> we all know that it was Bloby who was like, there's Brody Jenner, come on, we're going over <laughs> Go. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Brody. Yeah, uh,
2: since then, I guess he's become a DJ and, you know, done a lot of other stupid shit, but yeah. whatever.
1: Among other things. Well, good for you, Kate Jenner. I wonder what her... Uh... <laughs> platform will? platform will be got any ideas she's a pretty staunch republican from what i've from what I understand so uh you know
2: yeah real conservative uh
1: <laughs> way of thinking <laughs> probably take the uh take the uterus back from the females over there oh, well isn't isn't no. like the <laughs> uh, uh, stop recording <laughs> stop recording <laughs> <laughs> isn't there like the secretary
2: of treasury like a transgendered person right now
1: couldn't tell you. <laughs> okay. There's, I'm pretty sure there's, I only know of the one, the number one, and that's Kate Jenner. Okay. And she deserves the top spot in California. Apparently, uh, Kate reached out to Arnold, uh, Arnold. About, about advice. I wonder what he gave her.
2: <laughs> uh, he's like, shit, if I can win, anyone can win.
1: <laughs> something like that, I don't know. Well, Arnold won, and he had a child out of wedlock at the time, so... Sex change is nothing. (laughs) What politicians don't. Come on. Exactly. Remember John Edwards? Oh, God. (laughs) Legend.
2: Did he like... John Edwards did something really bad. Yeah, he fucked everything. Yeah, and then like I think, you know, he was like a pretty staunch... I think he was... Was he... I don't know if he was Republican or Democrat. He was was Democrat. But I'm pretty sure he might have like knowingly had several abort... He didn't have the abortions, but he might have forced
1: partners into having abortions. Oh, yeah. Just fucking... Yeah. His wife died of cancer too, so just karma. Yeah, oops. <laughs> no, well, she was probably a good lady. She was, yeah. Just married the wrong guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> married the fucking a crook. All, all politicians are crooks, except except Kate Jenner. Except for
2: Kate Jenner, breaking the mold, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! What else?
2: Um, let's see. Uh, in golf news, I mean, hopping off the couch, did you see- That's off who... the couch. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not like a Hollywood thing. This is more golf. But you see who got invited to the PGA Championship? Oh yeah, Ricky! Why? Who had fallen outside the top 100. Yeah, he's 111th. Like, uh, wh- why did they invite him? Because
1: he's popular, John.
2: I did see they invited that, uh, Catlin guy, the American that's won three times in his last 14 starts over on the European tour. Oh, cool. Nice. I did hear about that. Yeah, he got an invitation, but he's inside the top 100 in the world. So I just... I I don't get why Ricky gets into. they feel bad for him? Yeah. Pity.
1: They're like, we know you got married, and she's totally fucking with your head. We're sorry.
2: Well, I, I think that Ricky, even though he's playing like shit, you know, obviously... The new PGA, you know, impact program. This is probably a way to fluff his stats for that. Maybe Ricky will have a John Daly like run and get it, get it the W. Pretty sure he choked at Kiowa last time they played here. I think he was in the lead near the end when Rory won.
1: For the PGA, yeah, I think so. I thought Rory ran away with that, but. Maybe he did. Hey. Who knows? We don't <laughs> we fact check. Don't fact check on this <laughs> show. Fuck that. Just a gut feeling, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> exactly. All right, Johnny. Well, let's get back into the mullet talks when your boy, Cam Smith, and his better half, Mock Leishman, take down the only team event of the year, the Zert Classic, at TPC Louisiana. Congratulations. Hey.
2: Can't, can't say I didn't see it coming, huh?
1: <laughs> no,
2: uh... I will say, you know, Mark Leishman, what what a what a show he put on as far as wearing the fucking wig. Apparently, when they did their bullshit walkouts, you know, he had the wig on when they walk on the first tee. And apparently, he was going to swing, he was going to hit his first drive with the wig on, but apparently he couldn't see very well when it was moving around on him. So That is pretty baller, I like that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I heard something else, I guess. Obviously, the mullet was the talk of the fucking weekend, and uh, they refer to themselves as Team Mullet and I guess Cam Smith had told his ugly girlfriend that he'd shave or he'd cut his hair once he got a win on tour with it, and now he's basically not (laughs) because— It's a part of me now. (laughs) Exactly, which especially, (laughs) you know, we're talking about the new player impact program. Like, Cam Smith is now known to a bunch of the golf world that maybe didn't know him two weeks ago simply because of his fucking haircut and disgusting mustache. (laughs) And he shaved
1: the sides so it looks even more
2: intense. And I think Leishman actually cut it for him. I think (laughs) Leishman shaved the sides off for him there. But uh, I just think the guy's got something good going with that thing. He's recognizable. It's like, you know, quote, good for the brand. I mean, Cam Smith is now known for the mullet more so
1: than his goddamn amazing, amazing short game. Yeah, the PGA Impact program did not see that coming, that mullets are going to be... helping golf
2: yeah exactly and uh the other thing too kind of just a little off topic but you think it's coincidence that brooks you know steps up and starts getting involved with with portnoy on a left-handed golf match the day after they announced the
1: player impact program i I don't know brooks wants some of that cash i don't think brooks fucking cares about golf anymore honestly yeah i agree i agree
2: um but yeah cam smith mark leishman uh, gotta say, I was very surprised at the guys that they went in a playoff with the South African team, Charles Swartzel and Louis. Hot call, and surprisingly enough, you know, Louis just blowing the fucking drive right into the water on the first playoff hole. I, I was stunned.
1: Yeah, that was that was a shame. He uh, he hasn't
2: won in a while. Uh, Louis has not won on United States soil. Yeah. And his last win on the PGA Tour quote was when he ran away with the Open Championship back in 2010. You know, so, that's crazy.
1: I don't call people chokers. It's it's not just kind of I don't do that, but I think if Johnny Miller was on the call, he would have he would have uh he would have mentioned that he thought that Louis choked there. <laughs> saw the win right in front of him and Alpha Bravo, right? Uh yeah, right right into the water, I
2: mean, but the thing is is that water cut in so far that a, B, Where right. it started off the tee, like Charles ended up just having to re-tee. Um, so they were hitting three off off the off the tee box on a part five, which is never good. No. Um, but I will say, I think that uh, Charles' last win prior to also was 2016 at this week's tournament at the Valspar. So neither one of these guys had won in a long time. Leishman, obviously, Cam Smith, they've won within the last year or so um and, and again I think it's a weird format because <laughs> at, we mentioned it before Brooks was willing to put his goddamn brother on his back to try to get him a tour <laughs> card it kind of would have been nice to see one of these guys that really needed it to win but for me since I picked Mark Leishman and Cam Smith I picked Mark Leishman but I'll take the victory anyway way I can get it
1: yes congrats um yeah Richie Warinski and Peter Uline were kind of the Peter being the one who does not have his card, they went t three. Um, that would have been a cool story. Peter's playing again this week at the Valspar, and he's actually played pretty well there. Um, just for another little long shot, if you are into that kind of thing. I do think that you know Peter had just won, as you mentioned last week.
2: He had just won on the uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour the week before in Vegas, and so you you kind of had them on your radar somewhat. But uh, obviously, being on someone's radar is is. Is 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 what it is, you know. Speaking of radar, the shot of the tournament has to go to my boy Wyndham Clark, right down. Did you see that shot from the water where he took all his clothes off oh, and <laughs> almost jarred it? Yeah, he almost jarred it. Got all muddy, and then it looked like just like a Nike graphic uh, <laughs> polo, I guess. But Nike golf
1: gear is really awful, isn't it? It is. Uh, nothing's worse than what Brooks wore <laughs> the Masters, <laughs> the, the pink. Um, I don't like saying Brooks isn't a golfer anymore, and I do think that he. You know, him going against Portnoy playing left handed will be pretty interesting to to kind of follow along with, but I don't know, his his fiance really is bu- starting to bug the shit out of me. I agree. Um speaking of that, speaking of fiancés, uh did you see Paulina Gretzky's uh Instagram stories today? No. Oh, she's trying on wedding dresses, amigo. Oh my god. You know what that smells bad news for old DJ. Uh, Oh, fuck. (laughs) Can't we just extend this engagement another eight years or so, honey? Come on, babe. Over, under. I bet there's like plus
2: odds if they actually get married. It's like plus 125 if they actually get married.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She looks pretty serious. Yeah. (laughs) The Uh, boys are now getting to the age like, Dad, why aren't you married to Mom? Well, remember that she
2: also posted the picture last week with uh, her gay friend, and he he, he had their arms around. uh, Jeremy Cohen is his name. Yeah. Hey gay I'm gay I promise (laughs) You think You think that's Paulina's boy toy
1: He's had a finger in her before His chin That's not right
2: (laughs) His chin is bigger than fucking Jay Leno's
1: Hey what are you doing guys
2: (laughs) How about uh, the team of Our boy Our former boy Pete Don't call me Keith Mitchell And Brant Snedeker T4
1: Yeah it's good to see Keith Mitchell playing well again Brant Snedeker Whatever
2: Um, other than that words, the team that everybody was on Rahm and Palmer kind of disappointing, even though they were T seven, um, you just kind of expected more from that team and they kind of fell flat. I I think anybody that picked them thought that they were going to have a chance to win. And after the first day or two, they really were never a factor in the tournament.
1: Yeah. They were out by uh, Saturday afternoon for sure. It, uh, I mean, I have played repeat winners for two weeks in a row now and it's just, it's, it's not the right thing to do and I've known it all year and I just can't help myself when you get a free, when you get a free one from ROM, right? Mm -hmm. The only other thing I have, Bubba, did you hear about Bubba Watson? He had trouble finding a partner, which I thought was just Mm -hmm. fucking hysterical. He was like told no by seven dudes and Scotty Scheffler, who ended up being his partner, he waited a couple days to give him an answer. And, you know, you talk about a no-win situation for Scotty. Like, if they play horrible and you don't make the cut, then you have to listen to Bubba bitch for 36 holes. And then the other side, if you actually fucking play well and win with Bubba, then you're, like, married to him for team events for, like, the next two or three years. You're you're, just—you're cucked either way. Nobody wants that. You got to stay away from Bubba. (laughs) How pathetic.
2: I think that they, like, asked Scotty that, like— actually like the a reporter asked him that and he like literally said yeah I think Bubba asked like five or six guys and they all said no <laughs> then I just kind of drugged my feet for a while because I didn't want to fucking play with him either <laughs> it's like oh man good but, stuff but I mean I, I think from that type of format it, it'd be fun playing with a guy that can hit the ball and has the ability that Bubba does but from a being with a guy for four straight rounds He's probably also the last guy most guys want to be with, right? Yes. Um, the other thing I had on the tournament words, uh, two things that surprised the fuck out of me. Uh, one, Shoffley and Cantley did not look very good together. For awful. them to finish outside the top 10 was pathetic. But Matt Wolf is there is something seriously wrong with him. If Murakawa can't make the cut with Matt Wolf on his back, Matt Wolf must have been playing fucking awful.
1: It was pretty funny looking at the PGA app where they show you like the shot tr- tracer kind of where it went, and um, he laid up on a hole with an iron and pulled it at least thirty yards out of bounds left. And Morikawa had to retee. That was just one example of Matt Wolf shitting all over the place and himself. Let's not forget, inside of a year ago, he was in the final group at the U.S. Open. Yeah, and inside the top twenty-five in the world. And I haven't looked at
2: seen where he's fallen, but you know, as you have said recently he 's got a lot of funky numbers next to his name last you know few months whether that be WD dQ um I don't know if it uh, hopefully it's not a serious injury because I think we love watching Matt wolf and everyone likes seeing when Matt wolf is in the hunt just because of his funky ass swing and just unorthodox way of doing it but <laughs> how he fucking sends it exactly but as some of the guys that you know are in the league the guys that we know that have played co- college golf they mentioned this you know at the time when he was struggling Matt Wolf has so so much speed that there's so much room for error with how unorthodox he is that when he if he is timing is not fucking perfect, that thing can go anywhere. And that seems to be what's going on.
1: Is is Gigi is Gankus on the hot seat?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I bet him and Wolf will just smoke a J and like be like, oh, it's all good, man. We'll figure this out at some point.
1: Uh, what was my last thing? Um Oh, yeah, Billy Hocho and Sam Burns. If they were able to get that done, um, I was going to have C-Rob back in here. We were going to to do some CIA. I was going to drug him. Who are your sources? (laughs) Give them to me. Did you ever see that? No. The Good Shepherd with Matt Damon in there. They give that Russian dude acid, and he ends up jumping out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I don't know that I ever saw that movie. Newsflash, though, instead of just... You know, spike and C Rob with acid, we would we would all three have to take it.
2: Hey. <laughs> would be my first time. Um what hold on, why C why C Rob? Why were you gonna give him acid?
1: To see who his sources were who let him in on the Sam Burns Billy Holy I link. mean, I pick I picked those guys too. Well, well you <laughs> can ask <some> him acid too. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs>
2: uh no, I I think i Billy Horschel has played well traditionally in in Louisiana when they before that was a two man event. He won it with Scott Piercy, and fucking Burns is from around there. That's why. Yeah. It was pretty made pretty good sense. But Sam Burns was missing the fuck out of some short putts on the Friday alternate shot day. Like I watched him miss consecutive, like eight footers for Birdie. And Birdies are hard to come by in alternate shot. Yes. So I think a lot of these one or two shots here and there throughout the week really come back to haunt people in this format,
1: so yeah, I saw cam Chan miss like a four footer on Sunday and then I didn't watch much of. hey, that. you
2: hit the nail on the head with his scouting report on his putting
1: <laughs> man it's it's bad he's his move is incredible though it is for sure and
2: uh, I heard a, a pro say it was either uh it was either Tony or another guy that was in the tournament. it might have even been Sam burns because they were paired together the first day but um, from a perspective of hitting it into the wind, he is literally, they said that he's literally 30 yards longer than the longest guy when yeah. it comes to hanging the wind because of how low he launches the ball and the speed that he has behind it. Yeah. He if he launched it as high as some of the other pros, he could fucking hit the ball 400 yards, which is fucking crazy. Eat your fucking heart out, bro. For sure. Yo, watch your back, Kyle. <laughs> um, all right, words. So as far as the, the fantasy standings uh, from, from last week... How many people picked Cam? Like 63 teams, including uh, you? Cam? Cam and Mark. I, I picked Mark. So uh, there was 50 teams that picked Leishman, and there was 16 that picked um, Cam Smith. Two of those teams were on both players, Yeah, which is absolutely gutsy. I know we kind of mentioned that as a strategy before. Um, you know, picking two guys to get double the money. And one of the main guys that did that was uh, short part four, E. Haruz. Um, he picked Rom and Palmer, which didn't work out. But the guys that picked Leishman and Cam, possibly the greatest week of picking of all time happened this week. We have Von Schmelsky taking home $2.5 He had Leishman, Cam Smith, and Louis Usheisen, who finished second. You cannot pick any better than that, folks. Uh, 2.5 million. The one other guy that had that, the winning duo, um, Leishman and Smith, that was Mr. Larson's boys, Michael Holman. Holman. Uh, his third guy was Chris Kirk. So he still won over 2 million. He won 2.15. So um, those guys are a full 500K out in front of the next one. Um, Schmelski almost got a full million ahead of third place, which gets yourself back into the thing, Schmel. Uh, those two guys are in first and second. Third place was Grizzly Adams. He also had Louis with Leishman and Ryan Palmer. In words, there's a familiar face tied for fourth. Me. Tied for fourth, Dody Faye. That's me, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> what a cuck. I was there with I was there with O oh nasty, Bob O'Neill, and my girl, Darcy McCrae, aka Queen of the Green, in seventh place was T Wolf. And then there was a huge tie for eighth between LBBCRR, putter face John Gotti, aka Hole in Glory, Hole in One. Molly McCurdy is still picking hot at tied for eighth, and Jason Hammock was in there as well. And then Daryl from Carlsbad, Carlsbad D, that rounds out the top ten. But there was a five-way tie for eighth. So, um, as far as the overall standings, quick shout out to Molly Curd. She is on fire. She's leading this segment. As far as the overall standings go, though, nothing's changed up top. Nathan Wilson hold is number one. He's almost got a million-dollar lead now. Matt Stonecipher, Keegan's bestie, is all the way back to number two. Uh, Up one spot from four to three is Jordan Blackburn. Two-shot par, Edward Haruz is down two spots after missing with that uh, Palmer-Rom duo. Um, Just give me one more, Chez. Austin Salomone is up to number five. My sister, only English with an ace, is up two to number six. Ross Gilbert up two to number seven. Uh, market eight, dude. Trevor Randall still in the top ten. He's at number eight. Good shot, bud. Zach Holland down four shots to number nine. And Billy Baru, Bill Parker, hangs tight at number ten and will round it out. Um, words. I jumped 14 spots this week. I'll take it. I hadn't been fucking moving the right direction. I'm up 14 spots to number 42. Not bad. I'm, I'm, I'm working hard. Um, as far as you're concerned, words, you fell 12 spots. You're now outside the top 60 at number 63. Uh, and I'm back in the lead, baby. I'm up $1 million on you. So, uh, ought to make things pretty interesting. But as you know, we are one winner away from possibly retaking the lead. It can happen any week. <sighs>
1: breathe. Breathe. So, it's so hard for me not to just slap me go all in on you right now (laughs) what does that mean (laughs) just you think you you think you're fucking smart you think you're fucking smart now (laughs) where it's literally you
2: are at 8.529 i'm at 9529 literally almost exactly one million dollars apart literally so
1: (laughs) pick well you bet hey a lot of time left A lot of events.
2: Hey, trust me, Words, I know all too well. If you recall, I didn't lead a single week last year, and I won the last week of the season. Remember?
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, (laughs) and time finally ran out for the old cocksucker. (laughs) Oh, well, that's not depressing at all, John. Thanks. I really don't want to just quit the show forever right now. No, I'm not a bitch. <laughs> we had a lot of game left.
2: Words. I can't tell you how many times last year.
1: I don't want to hear about your fucking last year, Jay, either. We're onward and upward. We got Innisbrook. It's the last tournament in the Florida Swing. The Valspa. Well, I'll just say that it's it's <laughs> this game is so
2: fucking volatile, it's ridiculous. I might not pick one guy that makes the cut this week. It's like Dogecoin, baby.
1: <laughs> you never know.
2: Yeah, I still haven't gotten into cryptos, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Hey, there's still time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm
2: gonna make a bunch of money in the Oklahoma medical marijuana industry. I'm only two fucking five years behind. Yeah. Valspar.
1: Valspar. The Valspar was not played last year. Paul Casey's a two-time defending champ. Won in 2018, 2019. Uh, what it's a hard ass course yeah
2: yeah and uh, something interesting which you know I, I think Paul Casey is is kind of flying a little under the radar from an odd standpoint but there has only been three guy or nine guys to win a tournament three years or three consecutive times in the modern era which is pretty crazy so
1: Tiger Firestone
2: that's literally the only guy that you can name recently yeah. because there is one other guy that is still playing professional golf that has done the same thing
1: really. Steve Stricker at the John Deere Classic.
2: Of course.
1: (laughs) He won like 11, 12, and 13. Even if you, even though if you would have said John Deere, I would have been like, oh, Zach Johnson did that. (laughs) No, not that little bitch. Um, (laughs) Other than that, dude, it's like, you know,
2: Jack did it in like the 70s. Arnie did it in the 70s. And then it's a bunch of like, you know, maybe fucking like Sneed and old school motherfuckers. Elite company, Mm -hmm. that is.
1: It's Elite Company and then Steve Stricker. (laughs) That's so fucked up. Um, well, it's a different time of year now. It's typically played in, played in May, and it's kind of like... Well, no, 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 wait. Not May. It's typically played in March? Yeah, I think it's kinda, so. It was yeah. used to be squeezed between like the players and the masters, and it was kind of a flyover event. A lot of people missed out, and now it's kind of in a prime picking spot. A lot of people don't like the team main event, um, and you'll see that by the field. You got the top two ranked players in the world. Uh, you got P. Reed, the fucking cheater. Uh, yeah. Big loaded field.
2: Honestly, I for kind, a bitchy purse. I was kind of surprised. You're right. Pretty bitchy purse, but for JT and for DJ to be settling up this week, it that brings more eyeballs instantly, so should be exciting. Yes. Well, with that, should we bring in our guest picker? Yes, we should. Von Schmeltke. Welcoming on probably the greatest picking week of all time, a goat from last year who spent a lot of time in the top 10. We got... Schmelsky, Aaron Schmelsky, how are you, Bud? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys today.: Great. How in the hell did you pick both Cam Smith, Mark Leishman, and then for the third guy, I have Louie? How the hell did you do that? <laughs> um, Cam
0: Smith was due, basically. Yep. Um, but really, I just wanted to say ooze Taysen all Sunday, so yes. I, uh, so I picked Louie.
1: <laughs> well, good. <laughs> and then Mark Leishman just tied it uh, all. What better right? way to what? what better reason to pick Louis? I love
0: that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I don't remember exactly why, but didn't Leishman win last year?
1: Yeah, it was I think,
0: close or something like that.
2: Yeah, something like that. Um. But yeah, I, I guess
0: I actually didn't really understand the picking. Uh, probably wasn't that smart to pick two guys on the same team but god damn it it, it why'd you admit
2: why'd you admit that (laughs) it was the best it was the best week ever god damn it and i will say schmel i was there so two years ago we're sitting at cat's tavern watching the masters on a saturday and schmel casually like leans over to me he's like hey man i've actually got pat patrick reed 50 bucks on him at 50 to one so it's not your first time to make a good pick right
0: no that was uh i wish you wouldn't have told people about that that's kind of embarrassing (laughs) i I actually had to root for patrick reed while ricky
2: was in second i root for him every week god damn it (laughs) um so not only not only did you have a great week of picking Schmell, you jumped 36 spots in the overall standing so that's how you get back into it back in the fucking yeah
0: well i uh i missed one week which was a big mistake so i bet trying to ca- trying to catch up from that one you know it, couple cold me pops every on year. a <laughs> couple cold pops on a wednesday and i just forgot all about it <laughs> good
2: that was the best of us god damn it just, yeah we're just due for one soon we're just waiting for that to happen um no so this week we're going to Innisbrook, brook the snake pit uh for the valspar uh one little quirky thing about this tournament you know they Last week it was the walk-up music. This week they get to put nicknames on the caddy bibs. So uh, I guess Paul Casey is going to be rolling in with the champ on his caddy bib. What would you have on your caddy bib?
0: Uh, I, I, you know, I'm the original big cat.
2: Jay. Okay, so there you go. I, I
0: probably have a big cat on there.
2: See, I, I think I was either going to put uh, Cuck on mine, like the <laughs> Cuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I, that, that's what I was leaning towards. Just Cuck. <laughs> what about I, you? I, li- I
1: like it you got you got a good one words oh god no um <laughs> cuck kate, number two kate jenner's <laughs> running mate <laughs>
0: okay you, you can always go spanish with it and do the el cucko
2: yeah oh, el cucko there, there you go if, if you want to perfect all <laughs> right so uh run down on these featured groups uh it, it's actually fairly loaded field especially this first group you've got uh, justin thomas playing with dustin johnson and then my boy, Joaquin Neiman, uh, heavy hitters. I, I'm, off, I'm off all of these guys.
0: I am on two of them.
2: Oh, God. Ro- no. Joaquin, for sure.
0: No. The other no! Two, they're, two, they're two heavy hitters. <laughs> I haven't taken DJ all year. Okay. I, I, um, and then, you know, being a Florida guy, I got to go with uh, my boy JT.
2: Yep, he's he's just down the road at Jupe. So uh, wow, Schmel, you're trying to really make a splash in back-to-back weeks, huh? No shit, that's, you know, that's strong.
0: I'm, I'm, I got to come in strong, uh, segment too, boys.
2: Have you have you picked JT yet? Yes. Okay, how many times? Once or twice? Just once. Okay, so you're just throwing your second one in the mix. So me, me, and Words, I've already picked DJ twice. I think Words has only picked him once. So, uh, hey, shoot your shot, bud. I like that. Yeah.
0: You know, I got to got to follow up a big week with a big week. There you go.
1: Absolutely, I'm off all three. I thought long and hard about pulling the trigger on DJ once again, um, but yeah, then I saw Paulina trying on wedding dresses, and I think he's gonna be totally fucking shook. <laughs> <laughs> is he, is he gonna? Is he gonna have zappers on the? Uh on the caddy bib
0: <laughs> <laughs> this <That laughs> week golden nose it's gonna be a, a, a the word
2: golden and then the nose emoji yes um words i totally thought you were gonna cuck me with joaquin um but good yeah joaquin play with those two guys it'll be interesting to see how joaquin fares first two rounds but uh the next featured group words this has got a couple of your boys um and and one of my guys max homa uh
1: he's playing with the man from norway Victor Hovland and Sungjae Im. So for me, uh, I passed on everyone on this one. Sungjae was so hard because he, he's kind of coming back into form. He played well at the Masters. Uh, didn't do too hot last week in the team event, but fuck that. Um, I've already taken him twice, and I've been burned on him. So I'm going to kind of save him for the last quarter of the season, I believe. Max Homa, I just can't, I can't, I can't jump on yet. I don't know why. Uh, I probably should. He's a really, really good ball striker, and that's what it takes to get around this place. Um, But I passed on Homa, and who was the third? Oh, it was Victor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm saving the flavor on Victor a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I I shied away from them all as well. Victor was
2: very, very intriguing. Like you said, this course kind of sets up for a ball striker, and Victor can definitely strike the golf ball, but not enough so for me to pick anybody in this group.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm out on all three. Sung fucked me every time I picked him. I think every time I picked him, he's missed the cut. So,
2: you, you fucked Sung Jay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> uh,
0: no. Would you like to know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I feel like everybody's picking Victor this week. So I, I laid off him
2: okay well i can tell you the next featured group there's only one guy that i think anybody's really leaning on and that's patrick reed a guy who's had a lot of success here uh lost in the playoff to jordan speed back in 2015 uh he's playing with the barn rat kira Dekaki, barn rat is in the field this week and the third guy i don't know why the fuck he gets all the hype but probably because he's won like 40 something times in his career phil mickelson so
1: well whoop-de-doo phil welcome back <laughs> He took the spot from some poor schmuck uh I'm on P. Reed. He's due, and uh, I just couldn't help myself. You know, P. Reed won uh, earlier in the year
2: at the Farmers, and it was awfully tempting to take him again given that he's traditionally played well here. But in 2019, the last time this tournament was played, I picked P. Reed. You know what he did? He missed the cut by a fucking shit ton. I am taking a break off P. Reed this week. I'm not going with him, even though he is my alternate, and it was very hard to stay away from him. So, uh, at least makes me happy to know that we're not on all three of the same picks. Words, likewise. I am I am off
0: on all three. So.
2: Okay, gee Schmel, I figured you were still pulling for P. Reed after he won you all that money. <laughs>
0: no, as a as a as a one time hit it and quit it. There you go. I
2: like it um all right the last featured group and this is the defending champion and a guy that i think a lot of people are going to be on words
1: paul casey <laughs> uh
2: paul's the defending champ i uh, played so well here his uh his whole career basically you can just go ahead and pencil in that Paul's going to be probably there on sunday i went with him obviously because of his track record but it is hard to win three straight times for any tournament as we just talked about words but I couldn't resist. I'm on Paul.
1: You're on Paul. I abstained. Wow. Res- respectfully. Okay. Uh, you know what's funny is, um, so he won it back to back years, of course, and but he hadn't played that uh, this event in like seven years before that. So he hasn't. It's not like he comes here every year and just fucking loves the place. <laughs> Johnny, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> he needs Johnny Long socks on the bag to help him out. Um, but no, yeah, I don't think that he's gonna be able to get it done three years in a row. Okay. Hey, yeah, I like that great pick. I like. I
2: love that you abstained. Uh, Schmel, are you on Paul? No,
0: I, okay. No way, no way. Repeats, but it probably would have been a good pick to you know get some money
1: in the top ten. Yeah, some bitchy dollars. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, some Tony Finau dollars. Winners, <laughs> there you go. That's what, that was,
2: any top five is now a Tony Finau dollars. Who, who else was in this group? <laughs> uh, the rest of the group is rounded out by Gary Woodland, the pedo, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just Gary Woodland and uh, one of my guys' words, Jason Smokecrack. And you know I'm on him too. I'm on Smokecrack as well. Uh, the last time they played this tournament, Kokrack finished T2. I remember watching it. He, had, he had a chance on 18. And he blew it. Um, so, yeah, Jason Kokrack, as we mentioned, great, great iron player. And I think he's actually leading the tour in strokes gained putting right now. So, uh, you give me that stat for a guy that's that big and hits the ball far. I like Jason Kokrak's chances. I'm on him. I like. I like it. Wow, both of you. huh? Yeah, that's not yeah, that's, that's not too rare, unfortunately. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> um, where you want my my final pick? Yeah, so yes. that
2: rounds out the last group. So who, who's your who's your third mystery uh, golfer?
0: Okay, I uh, I am going dark horse, and I took EVR. Van ruin. The- Oh wow! Yeah, you know he—he's he's, he's my
2: guy. He earned a lot of respect from me last week. You know why? He played with why Wyndham Clark,
1: <laughs> the goat. <laughs> I wish you could hear my eye roll there, Smokey. <laughs> Jesus, everything goes back to Wyndham Clark with this fucking guy. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, just—he's uh, been playing well. Feel like he's due.
2: Well, Van Royen, I think, just celebrated his 30th birthday, actually, like maybe Sunday night. So maybe, oh, here we maybe go. the best wow. way to celebrate that is with, a, with your first PGA Tour win. Who knows? He's all coked out in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like that, Schmel. You go with two big hitters, and then you go with one complete long shot. Not a bad strategy.
0: Agreed. Yeah, he, he, uh, he rocks the jog- joggers, looks kind of dope, so he's my
2: guy. All right, so that just means that uh, there's one other guy that Words and I have not
1: announced, and I have a bad feeling it's the same guy. My boy? The Canadian? Fuck you, John. Yeah. God, I really hate you sometimes.
2: He his, only, his last three starts are T14 at Texas, T8 at the Masters, and T4 at the RBC. The ball-striking machine, Corey Connors,
1: <laughs> is me and Words' third pick.
2: <laughs>
0: I,
1: I'm so depressed, <laughs> Schmell.
0: You guys just go through the expert picks and just take – no. Three, three of the top five. Well, that's what's funny.
2: I hate looking at that shit, and I swear to God, I, when I submitted my picks, you know, it's always, you always feel like a scumbag when you submit your picks and you look at the whole list and there's like only three or four other people that have submitted their picks. I didn't change mine once this week, which Whoa. is very, very strange for me. So then when I see the fucking power rankings and expert picks come out and fucking Corey Connors is number one on the power rankings, I was like, God fucking damn it, because I know that's how a lot of people do it. But Corey Connors, you talk about do, Corey Connors is fucking do. He's really good ball
1: striker, too. Oh, well, go P. Reed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, another week. This has got to be like the probably eighth time that Words and I have been on two of the same guys, at least. So, ugh. Like ever. No, we're on the same people all the fucking time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like usually one, not eight this year, you fucking (laughs) idiot. (laughs) we don't fact
2: check Schmel, but I'm going to go fucking fact check that so I can say it on the next Uh, show. (laughs) I I like it. It's like you guys hang out or something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that rounds it out, man. Really appreciate your picks. You're on JT DJ and Eric von Royan words is on, um, (laughs) words. And I are on two of the same. He's on, uh, Patrick Reed, Corey Connors, and
1: Smoke crack. Jason
2: Kokrak. I'm on Paul Casey, Jason Kokrak, and Corey Connors. So not too much differentiation. Differentiation? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Anyways, Schmelsky, we really appreciate it. Keep the hot, the hot picks going. We'll be pulling for you as long as it doesn't affect how we finish. Just watch some golf soon.
0: <laughs> for sure, boys. Let's, uh, let's catch
2: up. All right, man. Absolutely. Thanks, Smell.
1: Later, buddy. All right, later. All right, well, there you go. Those be the shit picks. Beware. Ugh. What are you looking at? Words, it always ends up this way. What the fuck you are You rooting
2: at? against one guy, me rooting against your guy. Yeah,
1: and I was rooting against Paul.
2: Yeah, <laughs> good luck. Remember, we did this earlier in the year. You were like, really? You're going to root against Paul? I was like, no, I can't. I can't simply. <laughs>
1: simply can't, you twat. Uh,
2: you, what you have going for you is history goes against Paul. And if I could have picked anyone else besides Paul, I would have picked P. Reed. So let's see how good, let's see how good our logic is. Who's your alternate, Paul? Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go figure. <laughs> uh, I like all three of those guys. I do think that our co pick is solid. It's going to be trendy. I, I think it's going to be way trendier than we think. But I love it. I love it too. Goddamn it. Uh, maybe, maybe Kokrak gets, gets his second win of his PGA Tour career. You know, it wasn't too long ago that he won at Shadow Creek. I'm all in. So,
1: <laughs> so am I. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Johnny, well, you got any other parting words of wisdom for our lovely listeners out there?
2: You know, I say it every single fucking time, but nobody wrote a review this past week. We only got up to number like hundred and like twenty in the rankings. Yes, we are still floating around the rankings, so... Help us get to number 69, goddammit. Go write a review and rate us five-star. Or Somebody rate us two-star. throw J.E.'s ass under the bus. And uh, yeah, please, because number 69's out there. We can get it. <laughs> we got all these other douchebag golf podcasts that are up there. Well, you didn't bring it with the Kate Jenner fire. <laughs> We're going to have Kate Jenner
1: on next week, so tune in. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that about does it. Thanks again, Johnny, for hosting us in your studio. Of course. Mm-hmm. Hey, words. I mean, where else? Where else would we do this? I don't know. Outside. <laughs> you can't come in my house, J.E. Yeah. You absolutely.
2: The one time we did the show at your house was fun, though.
1: Yeah. It was good.
2: It's like, wow, words. Your house is cool. I haven't been <laughs> in here before. You live next door. I've been in here fucking twice. You stay away from my family. <laughs>
1: All right, that sounds good. Happy birthday, John Daly! Uh, I just saw that his girlfriend posted a picture. Um, she was doing a handstand, doing the splits, and she had a cupcake right in her taint area. <laughs> yeah, and JD responded with, "Now I get my cake and eat it too." You would expect nothing less from JD. <laughs> good one, JD. <laughs> I would expect it to not be his girlfriend. Go That's eat about- that. <laughs> <laughs> Go eat that ass for your birthday, JD. <laughs> All right, we'll end on that. You guys enjoy the golf. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh,
0: wow. In your life, have you seen anything like that? Party together, <laughs> jackass. Been drinking for several hours.